That's not my goop. We've seen it all before, so let's reload on a very special episode. Shows that suck and shows that float. Buckle up, buttercup, it's a bumpy road. Going deep inside the mainframe, secret code. Some of this shit stinks, some of it's gold. It's ABC, featuring the VIPs of SBT. Austin G and Dr. DB with our AT&C money. Weird TV is their specialty They might be all four Just one, two, or three Cause they're old and kind of busy So go get ready and take a peek So set your phases to download A rarity that we had bestowed Special moments no one would have shown Open your body holes Cause you're gonna get told Grab yourself a drink And let's unload In a very special episode Hello and happy Pride Month Welcome to a very special episode podcast where we talk dick. You see, we're, <laughs> we're back after a bit of a hiatus. Uh, Carolyn, do you care to explain why we've been on a hiatus? Um, it might have something to do with David being a lazy bones. <laughs> well, yes, I agree. Let's pin this all at David. Let's lay this all at David's feet. No, okay. So it has a little something to do with the title of this episode, which we'll get to. David, uh-huh. you've unzipped me here. Yeah, this yeah. is, um, well, I had a baby. That's one more uh-huh. baby podcast <laughs> yeah, for so. the world here. <laughs> Carolyn decided to like create life like God, I guess. I you're did. Just, I did the just, most of it. The husband helped just a little. Yeah, yeah. Just right the at the beginning. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 Nothing he wouldn't have done anyways. But... <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then, long story short, I gave birth during mm. a lightning strike. We did get to the hospital. I'll tell you guys the whole birth story on this podcast. No, I'll say that <laughs> it was a little like lightning crashes by live. Nice. nice. <laughs> In that, there was lightning crashing and a chunk, like a McMuffin-sized chunk of placenta fell to the floor. <laughs> That's what I was told. I didn't look. Uh, I had the liberty of not looking, but <laughs> baby's perfectly healthy and lovely, and you might hear her. She's downstairs. I'm upstairs, but you might yeah. hear a little baby cry in the background. I don't know how Daddy Austin has kept it so tidy this whole time. Yeah, my wife's a saint is what it really boils down to. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is because of our significant others mm-hmm. being good people. Yeah, right? I mean, that's... No, the words haven't been spoken. Uh, but so you're saying the birth it wasn't like a perfect child just coming out completely clean and dry like in TV. <laughs> now I'm going to be one of those people who's like, that's not a newborn. Yeah, it is know. frightening. I'm how, one of those how, people, and I never even like yeah, been a part it, of it. It's like you immediately are just like, this is all wrong. Everything about this mm-hmm. is wrong. <laughs> TV. And we've had what we've been told. We, she's a very pretty baby. Her name's Calliope. Everybody. Aww. Which is adorable. It's beautiful. Mm. It's only a little quirky, but it's not like parsley. L I D H. Which we thought of bad names and we couldn't spin out of it. So we did a good job. But, um, I, I think it is the perfect amount of quirky. Thank you. And maybe mm. Opie for her nickname when she's little. Oh, that's adorable. I like <laughs> that. Yeah. Mm. Um, but no, when she was born, she's very beautiful in 20 minutes. 
The next yeah. time I looked at her. After, the yeah, but once they wiped the muck off. Oh, we kept the cheese on for a while. She comes out, she comes out cheese blasted, cone headed, and like blue tinged, and then yeah. red. And they're so, and they're so mad too, just like. Yeah, they're not happy about it, you know. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, you think about they're it. They're nice and warm, and now exactly, you like, like, them right into the warm, cold water. All of their needs were met. They had the nice, mm. you know, rhythmic beat of your heart. It was like <laughs> yeah. life was grand, and then all of a sudden it's cold and loud and bright, mm. and things are pulling at Difficult. it. yes. And did you know that when they're inside in that amniotic fluid, 92% of that amniotic fluid is pee? <laughs> I don't know if I do that, but it makes it's sense. The baby's pee and right, it keeps circulating, right. just like in Water World, I mm-hmm. guess. So that's why I have a strong desire to bathe in urine. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it. All right, <laughs> we'll go with that. See, I am right normal, month, mom. Everybody. <laughs> mom. <laughs> All right. Well, see, uh, because one of the things I was thinking was like, well, maybe I should do like a sitcom where there's a birth or something or a that kid gets born, fine. you know, for it to celebrate this occasion. But Carolyn requested dick. And when someone <laughs> asked me for some dick, I'm obliged to provide the dick, you know. That's how we got into all this birthing in the first place. <laughs> so I came hard with the dick. <laughs> And that's why we're we're reviewing Rainbow Bright season two, episode two. <laughs> Mom. Oh, happy Pride Month, everybody. <laughs> Rainbows. This, wow, it was a journey. It was an unexpected journey. Should I go first about how <laughs> Well, I was gonna go over the episode. Yeah. Well You go, you go, you go. I was just gonna say the recap is that Murky is once again planning to erase all the color from the world by taking over the Rainbow Palace and using a misery machine, I guess. Uh, However, a surprise visit from his mother might ruin his plot, which was sure to succeed otherwise. Uh, Yeah, now, Carolyn, what's your relationship with Rainbow Bright? Oh, boy. Well, (laughs) I was the right age, right? This is one that I definitely was fully into and then haven't (laughs) thought about again as an adult at all, except... That I've always, speaking of Deke, I've always carried with me how much Murky, when I looked at him again. So Murky's the little guy in the gray hat who's the captain. And Lurky is his underling who is Mm -hmm. a giant fuzzy scrotum and dick. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a character named Twink to keep with pride. Right. (laughs) I I did a double take when they finally said Yeah, I think Lurky is the Deke mascot of Deke. And I'm going to call them Deke, but you know I also mean Dick. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Rainbow Bright was a big part of my childhood. It's very fun to revisit. I feel like this animation is better than it got. Or maybe that's just the rest of Deke being really bad animation. It seems Mm -hmm. like they had a Japanese studio do this. It looked really anime to me. It was good stuff. Very Mm -hmm. good. (laughs) <laughs> Austin um, so I have a weird relationship with Rainbow Bright in... it, it, it got complicated it was a thing and then... yeah right the police were involved no um, so all that I remember of Rainbow Bright is receiving a lurky plush hell yeah oh what, I want one now for what had to have been 
my fifth or sixth birthday. And and I so I remember getting the Lurky plush, and I remember absolutely loving the Lurky plush. Like, it was the best gift I had ever gotten at that point in my young life, which suggests to me that I must have been deeply into Rainbow Bright to give that much of a shit about Lurky and getting a Lurky stuffed animal. <laughs> but I don't remember anything about this fucking show. I'm watching this and I'm like, who's the what now? Who's this snarfy motherfucker? What's going on here? I found him on eBay. See? Some yep. bargains. That He's was him. great. Yeah. Maybe you just had some latent Freud issues to Maybe. love this plush. So I don't much. know. So I remember Lurky. <laughs> And, He's amazing. And my love of his plush and nothing else about <laughs> Rainbow Bright. <laughs> so mine, well, dissimilar from Austin, the relationship is also kind of similar to Austin, where I remember being very much into Rainbow Bright. I mean, the the memory I most remember is that I watched it, you know, it's like a Saturday morning, I'm watching it. And then the episode ended... And then, like, my parents or my brother is like, all right, let's change the channel or we have to go do something. And I was like, no, it's not over. And they're like, yeah, the episode's over. I'm like, no, they said Rainbow Bright will be back after these messages. We're waiting for this episode because there's more Rainbow Bright, damn it. And then it comes back and it was just the ending credits for Rainbow Bright, which was on. And so then I had to watch it acting like that's what I wanted to see, even though I was exactly disappointed. I'm picturing like young you sitting in front yeah. of the TV and very exaggeratedly being like, oh, yes, yeah. yeah Storyboard artist. And that's when you became a nerd because you had to be. Yeah, because I had to commit to it or else admit that I made a mistake in my determination to continue watching this channel. But, uh, and then the only thing I must probably like either high school or college, like somehow Rainbow Bright comes up. I'm like, yeah, I love that show. And then I quickly realized I have zero memory of what actually, like, I can picture Rainbow Bright and like some of the characters, but as far as what anybody did on the show or why anything was happening, I had zero clue. Right. There was like a movie I remember because I remember renting it and watching it. And I feel like it got a little heavy, but that's about all I know. (laughs) There is a theatrical feature-length film, Rainbow Bright mm. and the Star Stealer, that was released in mm. 1985, according to the Cracked Research team. That that may have been what you what you saw. Yeah, I think I remember renting a VCR so we could rent this movie. This oh, is back wow, before yeah. we owned that. one. Yeah, it came in like a red plastic case, and I couldn't tell if that was like the VCR, if it was like a giant plastic toy. Now I get them. But I shouldn't anymore. And and what's funny is, uh, like, we all talk about how much we loved Rainbow Bright, but it only lasted, like, two seasons and not really? many episodes at that. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, it was a hit. And, uh, and so and I don't she, know why. Yeah. And like you said, I don't remember any of the whys and who's and how's. And I think we'll <laughs> yeah. get into some of that here. It's yeah, an interesting exactly. economy and industry they're running. I also realized that, for a lo- that I must have had rainbow bright and strawberry shortcake mixed up in my head oh yeah, yeah because yeah. i totally thought rainbow bright was a redhead until i watched this episode <laughs> it was like no she's not oh that must be strawberry shortcake i'm thinking yeah of. definitely what which is another thing i know 
I liked, but I can't tell you anything about what actually happened right. on what, the strawberry shortcake she, or what her purpose is. What was her job in that society? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did she also have to like save the cosmos or just <laughs> pretty it up? I'm not clear. Just make sure strawberries grow properly. So the, nice. the the gruel <laughs> orphans discovered two interesting tidbits about Rainbow Bright, uh, which is that it was created by Hallmark Cards. Oh. So Hallmark basically, I don't know if it was one of those like they made this character up for some kind of like cards and then they like yeah just someone it. drew it on one thing to be like you yeah. bright my day or something and then they <laughs> sold it to mattel and then they got or you know licensed it to mattel and then they had an anime mm. or if it was one of those where they're like we're gonna make a toy line in an animated series but one way or another uh hallmark is responsible for rainbow bright um and at one point in the uh, Wikipedia summary for Rainbow Bright, the words in Gen 1 continuity appear, <laughs> uh, which tells me that this might be the greatest show ever because now we're dealing with apparently multiple different continuities and yeah. uh, and whatnot. So I thought during like the 80s nostalgia of like the early 2000s, I thought they had a Rainbow Bright reboot, kind of how they did like a He-Man reboot. And well, they've done they several He-Man reboots. There was a yeah. 2014 Rainbow Bright reboot. Yeah. Which I guess that must be the Gen 2 continuity then. I guess. <laughs> suddenly suddenly we're back in my wheelhouse. Like we're talking do... <laughs> continuities and what's <laughs> canon and what's not. And... I do question how complicated the Gen 1 continuity is, <laughs> right? but you know. Uh, like, it's whatever. pretty complicated as we get into the infrastructure <laughs> of the city. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, that's suggesting that they actually expounded upon said infrastructure or just stuff they threw together. Yeah, and I'll also say, so yes, because Austin picked Captain Planet last, we've and Carolyn decided we should go on a deke run. Let's so get I, the deke, yeah. Yeah, and so, we, so I had to choose a deke show, so I was looking at a list of shows. And there's other ones I actually want to do we might get there. I but thought I figured, you were a Mighty Max man, David. Oh, I like Mighty Max. There's like Mask. I was I always like Mask. And, uh, <laughs> there's Captain N, of course. I feel like that has to be done. And then uh, then some Hulk Hogan rock and wrestling might have to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, <laughs> voiced by Brad Garrett, but that's... Uh, oh! He's the voice of Hulk Hogan. I guess. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's large and doesn't like Jimmy's Johns. <laughs> Anyways, but then I settled on Rainbow Bright because I felt like it fit with the theme of Pride Month. So I was like, you know, rainbows. And then I picked an episode about a kid who was sad and then got cheered up by getting splashed with rainbows. Which I felt like they could be mindful Very material. Gay, definitely. <laughs> but then he but then the whole episode he wants to get the color off of him, which seemed a little sad. <laughs> but then it ended and it was actually Sabin, is that what it is? Or Saban? Yeah, Saban. Saban. Japanese. The, the yeah, Power so Rangers people. So good. Yeah. So right, I think it right, might have right. moved from that to Deke at some point. And then I'm like, well, that's not technically right. And the episode was pretty boring. And then I saw that there was a mom episode that was during the actual Deke run. So I went with Deke. I, don't, I went with this one. So I don't I've actually had to watch two episodes, so now I guess I'm the expert <laughs> among the people. Definitely. I hope you understand everything. You you, <laughs> you are a dick expert, David. Uh, <laughs> I don't know anything about that. All I know that I just learned is that there were 
five generations of Rainbow Bright <laughs> continuity? Five, I don't know how you that's guys. Possible. Five. Also, apparently Hallmark had its own channel once called Feeln. F-E-E-L-N. Why? Film? Film? I don't... Like, I don't, not film. I don't get not it. Not film, like, but... Fe- and not like feeling? Like, feeling? Well, it's or? like feeling, but they left out the I and the G? I don't know. Boy. Anyway. Five. Five right. generations of intricate continuity. So does Rainbow Bright have, like, their equivalent of bronies uh, in, like, My Little Pony? or? Uh, I would have to assume. There's just, like, weird adult dudes who are really into Rainbow Bright. I mean, you don't get five generations of something without some weird fans driving interest. Mm, I say that as a weird fan of many, many properties. (laughs) (laughs) I'd have to see. Because there can't have been five generations of shows, though, right? Like, is it just that? (laughs) All right. (laughs) Some of it's toys and some of it's shows, I think. Yeah, okay. All right, we can get into it. I'm, you're hurting my brain right now. I know, I know. <laughs> it's spiraling out into many factions, yes. So not to get too deep into behind or how the sausage are made, but uh, what I gave to everybody didn't include the intro. Carolyn, it looks, sounds like you, I, I saw the intro in the previous episode I watched, but it sounds like, did you out. look it out? Yeah, yeah uh, it brought back so much just like gut-level memories. And it looked very <laughs> exciting, like in anime what is it is the classic 80s cartoon bait and switch in which they put all of the money into the opening and you're like yeah this looks fantastic and then the show starts and you're like wait this is hot garbage Mm-hmm. It's a little not fair. And yeah. there's no theme song. That was what no, see, for me. It was that's like what threw me off. Exposition, right? Like, God damn it, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe managed to tell you everything you needed to know about the premise and perform a banger song while they were at <laughs> uh-huh. it. So let's just, you know, it's possible. Mm-hmm. And actually, well, we'll have get to the lyrics. Ending. I watched a different one, maybe. Mine has ours had had like a little bit of music, but it was mostly just like, here's the backstory to Rainbow Bright. Yeah. Rainbow Bright. Yeah, that's at the end. Okay. Yeah. The ending credits had that. And I'm like, why isn't this at the beginning credits? Now, to be fair, this is all like a little bootleg, so maybe it did originally, (laughs) and I'm just uh, missing it. True. But. We just learn. I forget even what the exposition that Rainbow Bright became princess of the Rainbow Land. And uh, David, all I know is I read this and was, or I watched this and was like, "Well, I'm glad I'm not the one that has to summarize this nonsense." <laughs> She's got like a magic belt, and she can protect people, or she needs to protect the colors of the world and keep Murky from trying to ruin all colors. I think is the idea. Into a land filled with darkness came a little girl with a mission. After proving herself to be worthy and brave, she became known as Rainbow Bright. Now along with her magnificent horse, Starlight, and her loyal and true friends, Twink and the Color Kids, she lives far away in Rainbow Land, a wonderful place full of color and happiness. Using the power of the rainbow, her magical color belt, and the star sprinkles, Rainbow Bright and her friends protect Rainbow Land. Fighting off the forces of darkness and gloom and the devious plots of Murky and Lurky so that they can bring color and happiness to people everywhere. There were some parts that were very clear and precise, and then there were some mm-hmm. parts that were very vague and nondescript. But 
We go to the first scene where we have the color kids doing like, I don't know, working in a factory kind of thing, of like <laughs> making colors. Yeah, and then what? they run out of star sprinkles and Twink f- freaks out and runs to, to Starlight, who is the horse. And Twink, is, Twink is the Orko or Snarf of, of the yes, Rainbow Bright yes. universe. His voice is a little less annoying. Yeah, that's 100%. true. Mm-hmm. Still pretty annoying. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I gotta wonder if he kept the name Twink in the second generation. <laughs> <laughs> One can only hope. I hope. I mean, how else is there going to be good fanfic out there if you don't, if you don't keep the name Twink? Oh, fanfic doesn't need much to get to get its engine running, David. <laughs> uh, I think this is also then Rainbow Bright. No, no, you're forgetting what happened. I'm mixing it up. She's just like, oh, you can get more star. Like, she leaves for some reason, right? I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. well, we need more stars. And then she rides off yeah. on a horse to get stars. I don't know. I just want to point out that she rides bareback. That that, yeah, seems, that seems important to note. <laughs> and that the horse is just like an adult man. Yeah. Like a really regular guy voice. And oh, it's like, shoot, we better do something. On the first day of spring, we'll get it done, Rainbow. Mm, we always do. And it's like full sized. Like yeah. she's a oh, tiny, yeah. a tiny person, and the horse is just yeah, like she's a like a munchkin. Horse. And then yeah, yeah you got this full size right. horse. Okay. Described. Are they like munchkins or are they like adult babies? <laughs> well, I think they're <laughs> supposed know. to be like kids, but a weird kind of version of kids. Like yeah, they are called the kids. color kids, but I right. just don't know if they actually age either or if they're like mature and Right. I mean in like how they skirt child labor laws and <laughs> is Rainbow <laughs> Bright like their their boss or their yes. queen or yeah. their god or their friend. Mm-hmm. Their champion. I feel like she is their champion. <laughs> She's all of that. Yeah. <laughs> boss. It's the prevailing, I think. Your boss is not your friend, Red Jimmy, whatever his name is. <laughs> Red <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> so then in the bushes, we have Murky, who's kind of like a dastard. What's his name? Uh, Dastardly. Yeah. Dick. What is his name? Da, da. Dick Dastard. Yeah, yeah Dick, Dick Dastardly. Yeah, he's a little Dick Dastardly yeah. with a little... Little Gargamel. Yeah, he's like a Snidely Whiplash is a good one, too. Yeah. But he's a tiny man. Yeah, yeah Gargamel, a... but small, small, small. Yeah, he's like the same size as Rainbow Bright and Smaller. the Color Kids. <laughs> but but he seems like an adult. Well, he has a mustache, and we learned that yeah. it's a permanent mustache from birth, I guess. born with it. Oh, David, <laughs> I, I have that circled in my notes. <laughs> yeah, I'll I have get that there. written in caps. Yeah. yeah. We'll so he's yeah. definitely an adult man the size of a kid. Mm-hmm. And... And he is excited. He talks about how he's going to finish his misery machine, and so he's running off, and he's going to finally eliminate all the colors of the world. And then we see a flying Winnebago show up, and I was thinking yeah. Lone Star and Barf were going to get out of there. I but, also uh, I wrote down Lone Star. <laughs> Lone Star. Lone Star. <laughs> they did have a cartoon, didn't they? For Spaceballs. They did. It was really bad. Yeah. It's probably no good. Yeah, was it was deep? terrible. <laughs> no, but I thought it was a more recent one, wasn't it? And like, it like, was. Oh. Yeah, they did something more recently. 
I just don't like the way new things are bad. I like the mm, way old things are bad. Yeah, no, it was not bad in a good way at all. It was just really, really bad, actually. Um, but no, it's actually... Well, we just see an old woman get out of it, right? And you No, know, I think Rainbow Bright hasn't left yet because she sees the, the mother yeah. and is like... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Spoiler. Spoiler. He's <laughs> like, who is that? And then we go we go to the next scene, which is Murky in his like gray castle, and he's laughing about how he's going to make everything gray and snake grungy. Mountain. Yeah, it's little like him. He's like a miniature villain. Mm, yeah, and it's pretty cool. It's like it does have a skull that is the main part of the castle. Mm, yeah, no, I mean, I like I I'm not like poor man's Snake Mountain is mm-hmm. both like being derisive but also accurate. It just looks like yeah. a like run down bargain basement version of Snake Mountain. Wow, you were roasting him. Are you his mother, Austin? <laughs> so Murky's all excited and he's working on his machine and then the doorbell rings, which is apparently the first time it's ever happened that anyone's ever like willingly gone to Murky's and rung the doorbell. Where do you put a doorbell in this skull castle? Like the uh, nose hole? Next no. to the drawbridge, I assume. Which is the jaw, right? Make mm-hmm. that yeah, jaw. I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then Lurky goes and is excited because he's going to play with the person, I guess, to stall them while Murky is working on the machine. I don't know. And then uh, Lurky opens the door to find out it's like a woman who's just like, why is this place so dirty? Let me in. Don't you know who I am? And... She goes upstairs and finds her little, what is it, Merklin? Merklin? Trying to think of the name. <laughs> his full name. We learn his real I think it's name. Merklin. Merklin. It's almost Merkin. It's Merkwell. Merkwell is what it is. Oh, okay. okay. It's a little Merkwell. And, and he he's is happy little. To see- She's a normal sized lady. <laughs> see, and yes, this is like smaller. we've circled back to this where it's like. <laughs> He, she's a normal person. So why is her su- her adult son so diminutive? Don't be dogging the short kings out there, you know. <laughs> but he's not just short; he's like child sized. He's smaller just, than the children. He's like he doesn't have his full appendages. Does he have well, Gary Coleman disease? Double that. He obviously was born somewhere else with his mom. And then upon not growing to the size that some people seem need, need, feel needs to be a satisfactory size, he went to a place where he'd feel like he belonged a little better. Okay. The okay. color kid castle. Where yeah, they're all exactly. bigger than the, him. The rainbow village or whatever it is. Since then... you know everything, David, then where did they get Lurky? And why <laughs> does Lurky, who is principally a fuzzy scrotum, have yes. man arms? <laughs> like he ha- his arms stick out but they're just they're like flesh toned and they're like normal person I arms yes it's frightening guns. because he's I just like he's like a himbo he's like a he's big fuzzy meatball arm. with a schlong dong nose yes but he has like yes. these little normal man arms it's very <laughs> disturbing Someone's got to drive the mom around and well, do all Well, it wasn't disturbing handouts. enough for someone to want a plush of him. Look, we've yeah. previously established on numerous oh. podcast episodes that I was an idiot kid. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's canon in this <laughs> multiverse. In this, mm. yes, in, in this generation's continuity. Yeah, and then the Gen Three kind of continuity. The of... same time, I was excited to get my Lurky plush. I still wanted to be He Man when I grew up. So mm. that tells you all you need to know. Murky's kind of like a, or Lurky is kind of like a dark version of Grimace. Oh yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Happy birthday, Grimace. <laughs> Happy birthday, Grimace. And he and he falls in the in the grand. 80s tradition of antagonists who might get shit done if they didn't have such a bumbling right-hand man right. uh, att- uh, quote-unquote attending their needs all the time. Maybe, but I think he screws things up pretty regularly, too. Yeah, I mean, Murky is no uh, is no no brain to Lurky's uh, pinky in, yeah, in this yeah. scenario, that's for sure. He gives bad instructions. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so then, yeah. So the mom is excited to see her little Merc- Merquin, and she talks about how he never writes or calls. And then uh, she questions where he's living because it sounds like he lies about his life or something. <laughs> I don't know. Well, Does she- he send like letters home for like for for Christmas saying how successful he is and yeah. such? I'm but he's deeply- living in a castle, so I'm like, is he not successful? <laughs> I'm deeply curious about the relationship between whatever the hell Rainbow Realm this is mm-hmm. and the real world or wherever it is that his mom lives, because she seems like a fairly normal woman. And when we see these flashbacks in a little bit, it seems like it's like a normal human kitchen. But she also arrived in a flying Winnebago and <laughs> seems nonplussed by the presence of her son's Harry Scrotum partner. So I feel like that comes up on the Christmas cards. Like yeah. they know what Murky and Lurky are to you each know, other. Like, I don't yeah, know. when you send out a Christmas card and you had a child, you say, like, we had a boy. And he uh-huh. probably sent one out saying, I kidnapped and... <laughs> subdued this giant scrotum man. <laughs> yeah. It's mine now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, she's a pretty normal lady, but she's a little yeah. like celestial. She is blue. I don't know if we've said mm. that she's a blue lady. Well, yeah, she has the same kind of that, like. She looks very normal and has kind of a, a murky schnoz. To right, because like murky mm. himself has sort of a like a washed out grayish hue. Right. That's supposed to, I, I, I assume, visually represent his desire to eliminate all color from the world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she, and so then she has that same sort of like monotone washed out look, but is a little bit bluer, has a little bit more color mm-hmm. to her. Uh, she kind of reminded me of Milhouse's mom on the on the Simpsons. Oh, oh. totally. Yeah. Now, Carolyn. Yes. <laughs> if when your daughter grows yeah. up and leaves the nest eventually. And you go visit them, and she is in a <laughs> gray skull castle. Well, not gray skull castle. <laughs> you like made a... it, baby. <laughs> are you excited for her? Or are you if like, she Why ever has a, a skull castle <laughs> yeah. home, I'll have done something right. <laughs> she probably chose us as parents because we would be happy for her to do that. I think a lot of parents, modern parents, Austin, when your kids live in... A scaled down apartment of Castle Grayskull. Are you going to be happy for that? <laughs> well, I mean, 
I, I, I have also well documented my desire for life to be more like it is on TV. So what could be <laughs> more more apt than you know my child claiming some sort of stone edifice for himself as he <laughs> wages a war against some sort of fantastical realm? Would <laughs> any father be prouder? Man. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> I too am putting my hopes onto my children yeah. to achieve yeah. them now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're no. like, I'm not going to be He Man, but my son. Exactly. <laughs> this time. Exactly. Maybe this time. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't wait to be a dotting old mother and just criticize people. No. But speaking of that, what actually happened is I had a baby and then my mother came to visit. Yeah. Did she criticize you or she <laughs> like, why are you living in a place like this? <laughs> she liked everything, but I'm just waiting for her to like do something. Where's your yeah. butler? I yeah. know. <laughs> it's the same as my chauffeur, <laughs> did you, honestly. Did you make Aaron guy. wear her butler's uniform when she came yeah. to visit? <laughs> and a whole furry scrotum suit. <laughs> but that had nothing to do with anything with your mom. It's just kind of like your average Wednesday night, right? I was wearing my pregnancy grimace suit. I yeah. designed one. That's what I thought an ideal pregnancy outfit, maternity, would be as a big furry grimace bloop. Like a cage. Yeah. And googly eyes for the boobs. If anybody wants to sew that, I would like to see it. But um, <laughs> yeah, so Aaron had his scrotum on as well, and that's how we welcomed my mother. No, she was great, but I'm just like waiting for us to get in a fight, right? I don't mm-hmm. know how difficult your parents are. <laughs> but now it's the baby's turn to cry. So we have a whole new generation of who gets to kick shit around. Mm-hmm. Was that your question? <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? Great. great. Now my question, well, because then like, Murky then acts as if Lurky's his butler and is like, go get your butler outfit on. But then I'm like, is Lurky not his butler or at least in a butler-esque <laughs> role? Like? I think he's a minion. 100%. Yeah, I mean, that's just a fan, uh, toned-down butler or something. Like I mean, that, it right? needs to be... We, we need oh, to no. underscore the fact... Yeah. That he did have the butler outfit. Like he said, yeah, like, go put on your butler outfit, and he did. So clearly, <laughs> this is not the first time he's been forced to wear a butler outfit. And what do we think they were doing when they wore it? We don't have to answer. <laughs> Nor do we judge. Yeah. Nor do we no. judge to happy each their pride. own happy pride. Happy pride, yeah. Whatever you and your giant scrotum do together is your own business. And I think Love the government so. should stay out of it. They should. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then we come back, we get to the next scene, which is Murky looking at baby pictures <laughs> with Lurky, Murky's mom looking at baby yeah. pictures with Lurky. And, uh, then she decides that everything is just too dark and drab and she needs to basically colorify the house, which of course Murky is not a fan of. And then the mom talks about how. He used to love colors, and we get like the backstory of Murky apparently, so this which is he was born so as a baby with a mustache. Right? Well, yeah, yes. this is this is this is where it gets very specially. Uh, yeah, exactly. I was almost worried that we were steering towards a, like a, a a child abuse scenario. Yeah, here. I know. kind of. Uh, but but I did soft. write I did write in my notes at one point earlier. Why does he hate colors so much? And little did I know this episode <laughs> was going to answer my question for me. I mean, apparently, I feel like we like don't he do got that brainwashed a lot. accidentally into hating colors because right he was the mom. We flash back to the mom doing dishes and why this uh, mustachioed baby <laughs> is in the other room painting the walls, which I kind of have 
history with someone's child painting my walls once actually and so you know <laughs> i don't i don't know, I know what it's like to walk in on that but uh so i heard kids get up to stuff and i still mm-hmm. haven't put up all my swords i don't know <laughs> i guess coloring the walls is better than the kids getting into swords so that's a yeah and so she walks in on it and she's like, oh, pearl clutches as like the wall is just filled with all different paint that Murky loves all these different colors on the wall. And then the mom yells at him and says he has to clean up all the colors for the rest of his life. Yeah, I know, and then that really just dug itself into right? his brain. That's that's why he hates color. He's devoted yeah, his life to... Yeah, now he feels his life mission is to get rid of all colors everywhere. And I don't know, what what kind of parenting job was this? What, what You guys have to rate it now. Not very good. Probably <laughs> gave him a whole supervillain arc in just one minute. I have to hope the children are more forgiving of us than to just take one errant yeah, comment mean, and become a jokerified <laughs> on it. I mean, isn't that so the other hard. part of it? It's like, he really took that one sentence to heart. Like, I don't know. He just it, ran with it, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> it embedded itself in the core of his being like nothing else. Like, yeah. this isn't a guy who like works a normal job and then goes home at night and... collects baseball cards or something like Mm. his entire reason for existing his entire profession is built Mm. around the premise of wiping out color from the world all because of this admonishment he got from his mother (laughs) when he was like less than two years old when he had to clean up after his mess and so that's where i'm like what's what's the lesson i'm learning here your parents shouldn't tell their kids to clean up the mess because then they'll go Full villain and just they'll, they'll try create to clean a, a color hating super villain. Yeah, I better and, not be doing that. Yeah, do you think <laughs> the mom even remembers when she said this? No, she just a Tuesday no. for her. She clearly yeah. does not because she's like, "Oh, you used to love color. We'll put some color in here." It's like if she knew the impact that this had on him, she would know that there's a reason he doesn't have colorful drapes in his I mean, Snake Mountain. <laughs> First of all, maybe she should have just said, you need to cure cancer for the rest of your life. And, you know, maybe we might be right, in a better position. Right, maybe we all would have been better right? off. And then he just dedicated that's, his life to that. That's what I'll yell at my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Go you better cure, cure cancer. Go <laughs> cure cancer, kid. Um, but secondly, I guess it does raise some questions about the mom. Because, yes, this one sentence shouldn't have embedded itself into the kid's head to make him... A super villain, but also he was pretty young at this age, and she he assumes still he still loves color. Well, I mean, she assumes he still loves colors, <laughs> even though he, she had to have been with him for another like ten years after this, in which he has hated colors ever since. Right? Like, was she just not paying attention? Is she like the aunt that thinks you're into dinosaurs ten years after you've grown <laughs> yeah. out of it? And then you come back around when you're 25 and you're like, I do want this dinosaur. <laughs> I want this dinosaur bedspread. It's sick. Yeah. 
That's a good question. Maybe she left him to be raised by a, a boarding school yeah. full of scrotumed men, and that's where he made his buddy. Or just mimes, where he just Check felt at home with a bunch of mimes. Oh, yeah, monochromatic. Yeah. yeah. Or 1930s cartoons. Yeah, there's a lot of options for him <laughs> to go live with. Watch out for the 1940s cartoons. I have been mm. watching some Looney Tunes, and those are <laughs> Hitler years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's in all of them. <laughs> uh, happy Pride. Uh, <laughs> Murky. Uh, so anyways, he's traumatized, and then... Uh, Murky decides, I guess he comes up with a plan that he needs to get his mom out of the house so she doesn't colorify and everything, but he can, like, double up on stealing star sprinkles to put in some goop Which, that will then help okay. eliminate color, I guess. Is yeah, plan. that's about as much as I got on it. I, I think, is it time to dive into the economy? Just from what I can tell, <laughs> well, I was just gonna star say. sprinkles are the center of everything. <laughs> yeah, he has a bucket full of goop. He he's did. about to bring it in. His mom's like, what are you doing with that goop? He's like, I'm just bringing it with me. She's like, well, I told you to put lids on all buckets. So now I'm wondering if he's going to, the next like 20 years of his life is going to be like covering every like orifice out there in the world with a with lid. A lid. You know? <laughs> yeah. Put a lid on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, this um, chimney is open. It needs a lid on it. I need a lid, you know. Those people die of carbon monoxide. <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah so star sprinkles are like everything in this world i don't even know what the economy is i don't even know <laughs> what they eat because this is the dreams yeah. wishes and dreams <laughs> um i do like that the, that he has goop and this is the goop that turns star sprinkles into misery sprinkles right yeah yes right according to these charts yeah. on the technical I have no details. idea if this goop ever shows itself again or not. It's but. super funny to like have a goop <laughs> and he's carrying it around. That's that's good stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I should say from watching that other episode, it seems like the mission of at least like Rainbow Bright is just to go into like our world and create rainbows that then cheer people up. Sure, but sure. But then she also doesn't want to be seen or known like she's supposed to like be like hidden from the world so, so no one knows where the rainbows are coming from but she's cheering people up with them she's kind of one of the fae like a fairy yeah exactly she's supposed to do whimsy but not be known mm. by us yeah and so i don't know like how that translates to people getting fed back home when they're helping her like create these colors to like spread across the world but or what the machine yeah. has to do with like yeah. yeah, I don't know. The rainbow console, is that what it was? Yeah, like, why why, why is she going to our world? Doesn't the machine spit out the color? Well, but not like maybe the sprinkles? The, maybe Where the machine supplies her with the color, but she has to, like, ride the horse to in an arc to create the rainbow. So, so the... The, so so the twinks gather the star yes. sprinkles. That's they just harvest yep. them in this. They melee. harvest them. It's yep. crazy. And then uh -huh. they're fed into the machine, which is yeah. operated by the color kids. Sure. Yes. 
One of them. And so then the machine takes in the star sprinkles and converts them. A machine them. that sounds like an organ, we might say. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks mm-hmm. like an organ. And so then the machine <laughs> generates the color and it like spits it out the top as a rainbow. And then mm-hmm. Rainbow, Wright, rainbow Bright hops on her manly bareback steed and starlight yeah. starlight yeah. and then rides the rainbow into our world thereby delivering color to it delivering so. joy and happiness via rainbows because okay. okay you can't be sad looking at a rainbow apparently right so like basically what we're saying is like anytime we see a rainbow that's the work of rainbow bright mm-hmm. and we can thank her for that and the color kids and all the twinks, Austin. And all the twinks, yes. Don't forget all the twinks that brought us this rainbow. Mm. Yes. Okay. Rainbows everywhere. And murky, like modern day Republicans, want to destroy all rainbows. <laughs> oh, sure, no. sure. Yep. Yep. In this universe. Uh, oh, no. Hates rainbows as much as uh, Mike Pence does. Boy. <laughs> Uh, so, um, do, 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 where are we now? So, Murky drives like his dragster. <laughs> oh, I love that and... shot. That's very anime. It's like the low, low road and the under the car yeah. rail, and then you see it, and he's driving like a bat out of hell, probably yeah. upsetting his mother. Probably he wants to. I mean, everybody gives 80s cartoons a bad rap for just being like thinly veiled commercials for toys, mm-hmm. but it did lead to some pretty mm-hmm. cool designs. And uh, action sequences in some of these cartoons. Yeah, was this car one of the toys? Could you get the Murky car? I'm assuming there's probably like the Merc Mobile that you could get. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) at your local Hallmark. Hallmark. And he's just yeah, he's tearing up, doing donuts in this villa, and like everyone just runs away. And I'm feel like we should acknowledge that this this guy has trouble taking over this village to eliminate all colors, despite the fact that just his very presence causes everyone to flee. So I feel yeah. like it really shouldn't be this difficult for him, but... Like, they look like kind of... big uh, ambulatory babies, and he looks like just a man the size of a thumb. <laughs> so they're scared of him, and he yeah, use his adultness to boss them. They're all terrified of him. Maybe it's just the car. But then the mom just doesn't seem to notice that they're all scared of him or like, and he's just like, yeah, they work for me. So maybe she's like, well, every employee hates their boss. So that makes sense. I don't know. But the mom is oblivious to the fact that Murky is just a supervillain. And then he uh, charges into the Rainbow Palace and everyone in there, you know, instead of guarding it like it's their job, they just all run away too and just let him do whatever he wants in there. So good on the color kids, you know. Yeah, but they kind of watch from the doorway, David. Yeah, they run away and then they plan. They start plotting on how to like take it back, which is, I feel is like what I would do if I was like <laughs> in a palace. I'd say, yeah, let's run away and regroup and then plan instead of you know actually risking anything. <laughs> and then when I'm regrouping, I'm like, well, you know. Yeah, you know, is it really worth going back in there? You know, you might take our color away. Eh. Let's we're we're all right out here, right? Like, right? <laughs> I'm sick of color. Uh, so then Murky is able to use the rainbow console to start taking away colors with misery sprinkles. Because, yeah, they get these like sprinkles from the chute. 
dunk it into the goop, into the put goop. it into the machine, into the and somehow that's now starting to eliminate all the colors. He's okay, you guys. Anybody want to guess how Murky made the goop? <laughs> I think that's just going to get us in trouble. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he has goop, and when you dunk sprinkles in it, it turns them into misery sprinkles. Let's not test the DNA of it and which parts <laughs> of him contributed. Now, the goop is black, not like creamy white, but eh. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> but he Could is be anything. quite colorless, too. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyways, happy pride. <laughs> he has a bucket of it. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a lot. It's tough to get that much goop. You'd be surprised how little goop you actually generally get in one load. Um, Murky uses the... So he uses the machine to take away the color. The color kids are seeing this and they're like, we should stop them, but we can't do anything. We need to get Rainbow Bright to... But she, but they can only get to her with the color console, apparently. So they need to send a message through the color console. Is that what I, I don't know. I don't know why Rainbow Bright left. I guess she's got to do the pony trip to make yeah. Rainbow for us. Yeah. And I'll say she was much more present in the previous episode, so I feel like this isn't <laughs> normally like a Captain Planet situation where she only shows up at the end to fix everything, but that's how it felt like in this episode anyways, right? I guess they had to cut her out to make more room for the mother. Yeah, I mean, this was very much a murky-centric episode with his mother, right? Right, right. So then they're trying to figure out what to do, and what they learn is that they're, like, creating misery spickles through the goop. Of course. We also learn that they're running low on star sprinkles to create the misery sprinkles. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, we're gonna make some pretty colors! Not with those star sprinkles. When you dip them in that bucket, you turn them into misery sprinkles. <laughs> We've got to get a message to Rainbow. There's only one way to send a message, and that's the color console. But we'll never get in. Not unless we can get Murky out. <laughs> We better hurry, or there won't be anything left of Rainbow Land at all. <laughs> no more Rainbow Land anymore. Keep those star sprinkles coming. They're coming, Murky. Uh-oh. Hey, Murky. Oh, um, Mr. Murky. We're running out of star sprinkles. Gee, star sprinkles are pretty. But then the color kids also come up with the idea to basically have Twink switch the goop with clear goop. Or it might be water. I forget what it is. But... Better goop. Yeah. Uh, goop that won't change the, the sprinkles, but then no one will goop. notice it. Which will yeah. then charge the color console enough to send a message, I guess. And so then they do switch out the uh, goop and then colors. Well, then Murky's mom comes in being like, why is there all the smoke? We need more color. And then Murky's like, it's because we're all the star sprinkles. We need more star sprinkles. So you have to go and buy more star sprinkles. So they talk about they, shopping. 
They send her shopping, and it's such but a like, bitches bee shopping. Yeah, I know. Right. She's I like, know. oh, I love shopping. Shopping? Mom, would you like to go out shopping? Shopping? Did you say shopping? I love shopping. Oh, good. We need some milk, some bread, some eggs, and a, a, a lot of star sprinkles. Well, it's funny, and it's like, yeah, women be shopping. And she's like, what can I get? And then he's like... Eggs, milk, bread, and I'm like, so she loves grocery shopping? Like, <laughs> bitches love grocery shopping. Yeah, apparently. Like, well, you know, the women do the grocery shopping, so they must love it, right? Like, I guess that's the. Idea. So, is there a store in this realm? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, and they don't eat like rainbow eggs or something? Or is she <laughs> going back? to the real world and her flying Winnebago to go shopping. I mean, she like runs into the, into, uh, 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 Lurky and is like, Oh, we need the star thing. And then the twinks hear that. And then they like come galloping in with their they bags full of rush. Um, at a scene so she doesn't, yeah. she doesn't have to go, but like, where was she going? Is there a, is there a, uh, you know, a, a cub foods or a, yeah, I, I love Winco. I wish. Some kind of grocery store in, in <laughs> the realm of rainbows? A Costco? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Need hey, a Publix. membership. She's going to get a Publix. pub sub. <laughs> and then, you know, put some extra star sprinkles on it. And, but then he's like, yeah, we need eggs, milk, bread, and star sprinkles. And she's like, where do I get star sprinkles? Or just go out there and get them. She's she like, doesn't right. even know. But they're so central. Yeah, I know. <laughs> And yes, and then so she meets the colored kids and they just like, we'll give you star sprinkles because they need to power up the machine. And now they know the goop isn't, is de-goopified at the moment, even though no one else knows. In the words of Murky, he says in a minute, that's not my goop. <laughs> this isn't my goop. Which is a really good line. Uh... Now the mom comes back with all the star sprinkles that these these kids heaped upon her, and Murky, thinking that he can now keep getting rid of all the color with his goop, as like Lurky is dipping the star sprinkles in the goop that's not his goop anymore. He puts it in there, but now he's like now over. He's kind of created even more color accidentally, <laughs> and now he's mad. But this is able to alert Rainbow Bright that something's up, apparently. I don't know how this message is supposed to get. Like, it just seems like the machine's working normally again. I don't know why it's sending a message to Rainbow Bright. It also seems not smart to have only one method of communicating with Rainbow yeah. Bright. And it's the same thing as this machine. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you think this machine would be better, you guys, if it could print a bunch of flyers <laughs> or shoot a rubber band at somebody and trap them oh that would Printer be good yeah, rubber yeah. band shooter yeah yeah yeah, yeah just no, shooting they, rubber band right like they a little claw phones. machine yeah claw machine they need <laughs> cell phones in this universe these or, rainbow babies like yeah, a yeah. rainbow talkie or something like I don't know yeah. And why can't any of those other rainbow color kids, like, whoop a bitch's ass? I think they can all take Murky. They just just run away and be like, oh, gosh, I hope Rainbow Bright shows up to save us. Well, see, this is where I, that's what makes me think, like, 
maybe maybe the relationship is more like boss and employee and they're just like we don't get paid to fight this fucking guy <laughs> like we get paid to run this machine you want to do something else then that's overtime yeah i don't know the exact like i know from the exposition at the beginning somehow rainbow bright earned the right to be rainbow bright Probably but in I, Mortal Kombat, I think. Yeah, I assume so. I assume she ripped someone's head off with their spinal cord still <laughs> attached and showed it to everybody. Right. But, These uh... Colors do run. Finish that! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then I question, like, she becomes, like, princess of Colorland or whatever, but I'm like, her name was Rainbow... Was it Rainbow Bright before she took on whatever trial? Because otherwise, it just lucked out that rainbow bright ended up being the one to get this mantle right there's like there's like 18 rainbow brights running around this realm because they're all of their parents are hoping they'll have a leg up on claiming (laughs) the title of rainbow bright if they're rainbow bright you better go have a school castle you're not successful child (laughs) maybe she's maybe you become rainbow bright by like defeating a champion of each color and so then like you've defeated red so then you get to add red to your you have like the red stripe and you have to best each color and once you've done that you've earned the right to be the rainbow bright highlander style and then each of and then each of the previous colors who were also competing to be rainbow bright but were then defeated by the ultimate champion now owe their allegiance to the one who bested them <laughs> and has become Rainbow Bright. They have Austin. to work in a factory. Yeah. Austin. Yeah. Are you creating a Gen 6 continuity? <laughs> I might just be doing that. <laughs> I think it's been the continuity the whole time, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely not Gen 4 continuity. I don't know. What <laughs> uh, so Rainbow Bright shows up and. Murky just hightails it out of there. Like, he ain't gonna <laughs> deal with this shit one bit. Everyone's so, so scared of each other. I know. Like, He's like, I'll fuck, her, I'll fuck her out with these color kids, but I yeah. ain't messing with Rainbow Bright. There seems to be, like, a clear hierarchy of, like, who, like who's on what level. And, like, you just don't fuck with them if they're above you, right? Like, the color kids are like, we're not dealing with Murky. And then Rainbow Bright shows up. He's like, I ain't dealing with Rainbow Bright. Like, no one's actually gonna <laughs> challenge or try to, like, step up or, like elevate themselves they know where they are and they're not going to go outside their comfort zone i guess they watched her ascent they watched her kill one of all those Mm -hmm. colors to taste Mm -hmm. the rainbow and once again they're like we didn't get our ass kicked by rainbow bright to fight this guy Mm -hmm. for her she could take him on i mean (laughs) i saw her rip a person's heart out and pull it out still beating i'm not gonna mess with that you know (laughs) i just watched that yeah um (laughs) they should all they should have somebody who kicks someone's ass and somebody who rides the horse like having her do everything just leaves a lot of time lags in their castle defense. Yeah, like at least Shira had that archer guy with her. Oh mm. yeah, bow. And I feel like that horse being like ten times the size of any other <laughs> being in that land should be able to just kick some major ass. Like, I feel like you could just like trample Murky, I right? Know. Well, so I mean, good. like. Us as like full size humans, we can't take on a horse. Horses are going to kick our ass no, every time, right? right? Like, he's like a munchkin man. Yeah, like, I know. And, and be and like, the... boom, yeah, like, exactly. back kick him, and that's the end of Murky. <laughs> <laughs> and he's an adult man, too, this horse. You yeah, could reason yeah. with him. Just like crush his skull in with your hoof and like end the problem. 
Okay. <laughs> I've committed murder. <laughs> and so Rainbow Bright, you know, Murky hightails and Rainbow Bright is like, I got to finish this. She's ready to like, you know, rip off his limbs or something like it's It has to end now. And then so Sheaf goes because she knows there's a misery machine out there, I guess. And it's like, whatever that is, I need to stop it. Then Murky's mom is also like, I'm going to help you stop it. So bring me with because he needs a talking to. And I suppose another parenting question. If your kid wanted to eliminate all color from the world, would you be on their side? Would you support them in that endeavor? Or would you actually side with their arch nemesis? I think I'd try a little technique known as redirection where you're like, that's a great idea. But how about instead we do this? Let's go take a bath. Yeah. Maybe instead of limiting all color, you just become a film noir director, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. You eliminate all color within your piece. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes. To allow color in the rest of the world. That's a good redirection. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do if they would rebel. They could rebel against me by not liking color. Mm-hmm. And that would be a pretty safe rebellion, frankly. Yeah. If they want to make noirs, <laughs> I'm gonna let them. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll give them a draft on mm-hmm. the script if they want it. Yeah, if I don't want that. I'll be very You're critical, like, mm-hmm. like Murky. Not hard boiled enough. Yeah, boil it. <laughs> boil it more. more dames. It needs more dames. More dames. More bullet holes. <laughs> more dames. More gams. <laughs> <laughs> Liquor needs to come out of the bullet yeah. hole, and then a dog drinks it. Need <laughs> to, just good stuff. All right, okay. So redirection. So you're not going to fully good. support, but you're you're not just going to go with the arch nemesis, huh? I mean, this is when they're kids, and then as teenagers, yeah, they might be able to achieve their goals when they're forty year old babies with mustaches. <laughs> I don't know how feasible their actions will be and how much I should support them. Yeah, I mean, for that's, a playpen. I feel like a parent does have to accept when their kid is just broken bad. And it doesn't mean you have to, like, <laughs> murder them in their sleep. But, you know, just maybe testify up. against them in court. You know, <laughs> yeah, they, uh, just don't expect much yeah. testifying. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, at some point. In your office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh... <laughs> so uh murky is like working on his machine to like get that all running and then rainbow bright and the mom show up and mom just breaks out her duster that she just carries with her at all times i guess and like dusts the machine and then dusts murky that then causes murky to then fall into the machine which then causes the machine to go into overdrive and have goop go everywhere like Nobody likes goop splattering everywhere. It just right? all like, is goop. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> the goop is loose yeah, <laughs> everywhere in the color castle. <laughs> I mean, that stuff. I mean, you gotta. That stuff will stain too. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of bleach in it. Mm-hmm. And so then, but then he's like actually kind of happy about it because I think this gunk run amunk, <laughs> gunk run amok. It's like good, I guess. It'll help more color. So he's like laughing maniacally. <laughs> but then Who's Rainbow Bright just shoots on? rainbows out of her belt <laughs> right at the goop, which was 
something that happened and happy pride that fixed everything and even yeah pelvis thrust right from the pelvis yeah rainbow shooting from pelvises to the right goop. at goop, to the goop. colorifying the goop and colorifying the <laughs> castle blue just like just like hallmark intended yeah <laughs> so this is as commercial as rudolph in origin that's interesting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Happy Goop. Yeah, it's everywhere. He ruined that whole mm, yeah. part of the castle. I don't know what to call that room at all. Yeah, the, yeah that, that, I thought it was like the front. I thought that they weren't actually in the oh, castle yet. Oh, that's in the foyer. They have their color <laughs> organ that does all the work. Just yeah, I guess. Right after. I don't know. But, you know, now this he's probably going to have to move because the place isn't his vibe anymore, right? Like, <laughs> right. Like, yeah, oh, well, not this feeling is... it anymore. This is the Color Kids Castle, not the Skull Castle. No, it was the Skull Castle. I thought it was the Skull it? Castle, Austin. Yeah, this is the, no. This is the this is poor man Snake Mountain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We went back. So he there. accidentally got it colorified because he was about to. Like, oh right. It, so. Oh, and when they were using the Rainbow Kids organ, the music was very funny. They just let it be like. Yeah, that was at the Color Castle. Right. That was earlier. So, now we win. Yeah. Okay. So Murky ran home, and then Rainbow right. Bright followed him. Oh yeah, we, we, she wasn't gonna let him get away that easy. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> Her horse had a taste it was too for blood. He wanted more. <laughs> 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 Let's finish this tonight. <laughs> this ends tonight. <laughs> My hooves need to dig in some flesh. <laughs> Uh, and then this all ends with the mom promise, promising to have a nice long chat with Mer- her Merkwell, which I'm sure goes somewhere and is followed up on in the next <laughs> Tur- episode. Turned out so well the first time around, too. <laughs> it's a little late, mother. I think <laughs> boy's messed up now. <clears throat> At least he's in a happy, committed relationship with the scrotum chauffeur. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Who kind of sounds like Forrest sweet. Gump, I realized, about halfway through this episode. Mm. You can do worse. I'll put on yeah. I'll put on my suit now, Marky. Like, I gotta pay. <laughs> I gotta pay. <laughs> my mama's racist. <laughs> well, you know, I guess, yeah. This this mom isn't racist because she loves all the colors, right? Like, she doesn't see color. Yeah. No, she does. She's blue. <laughs> yeah, she I don't does. care if you're she blue. Saw, she saw that right. color on the wall and scarred it out of her son. Yeah, right? I know. And in fairness, he did like blast her face with paint too. He had like yeah. a spray brush at the end. I didn't even know he had those yet. Yeah, I mean, I feel like she was right to get a little upset about the whole situation, and I don't even think she necessarily overreacted. She's like, "You got to clean no, this I, mess I, up." And... I, I feel like he took the <laughs> took the admonishment a bit too far. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. you made a mess and you need to clean it up, even if it takes you a long time. Is is a not unfair thing to tell a child without fear of it, like warping their personality <laughs> and transforming them into a supervillain. At some point, it's on them, or like if it wasn't going to be this, it was going to be something else, right? Like, you have to right. wash your bull. Yeah, it's like a bull villain. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, Austin, you have two super villains already. So yeah, right, right. Because you made them clean up their toy. Oh, I do like the mother. She's very funny. How she's like Julia Child's voice. 
style. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time mm-hmm. they don't like when, they, Lucky, no. when voice actors do drag and it's not like a real character. It's just like, I'm a lady. Mm. But I thought this one was pretty well realized. Yeah. Sometimes the- it's like pay someone to get in the booth. But no, they just let an animator do it and it was mm-hmm. fine. Did the cruel orphans look into anybody oh, in this? No. The Gruel Orphans did, in fact, look into oh, yeah. this. Um, the voice of uh, of Lurky, who was doing his his um, best Forrest Gump there, was the voice of Krang in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Where's my body, Shredder? <laughs> wow. Uh, Murky is voiced by one Optimus Prime, Peter Cullen. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. I did not hear that, actually. Nor did I. <laughs> that, that was a surprise. Those were the only ones I that uh, jumped out at me. They didn't credit the mother. I shall see who did the mother. Let's it see. was Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> a young mm-hmm. Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. No, it wasn't either of them. Mm. Wow, that's uh, the... We have anything else? Did you get did you learn anything from this incredibly special episode? Gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I learned, you know, that um you can ruin your child very easily, but they can have even if you do ruin them, they can have an alternative family and a relationship with a scrotum chauffeur, and I do think that's beautiful. Mm. <laughs> so, if you're a child, this is for both of yes. you, grew, grew up and fell in love with a giant scrotum, Yeah. how would you feel about that? Even if it had ma- human arms, Austin. Love is love, David. <laughs> <laughs> I just want my children to be happy. Yeah. If that's Thanksgiving is going to be a little weird, right? But that's we'll get past it. If if love if love is a furry scrote monster with man arms, so be it. At least those man arms are like yeeked. Yeah, can yeah, yeah. Do the shopping, get the eggs, mm-hmm. get the milk. So long as it's love, very, you know. I feel like you should put that on a Hallmark card. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I learned that Rainbow Bright rides bareback mm. <laughs> and that horses can and will kill. <laughs> <laughs> what did you learn, David? I, I learned that Rainbow Bright has a rainbow. I just learned anything about Rainbow Bright. <laughs> I learned Rainbow Bright. <laughs> yeah. Something, something. Star sprinkles, misery, goop, something, yeah. something. Five generations of continuity. <laughs> now generally, if the goop's black, you want to stay away from it. I think. <laughs> if the goop is black, that take that a step racist, back. Racist, actually. Then let's take that one back. Yeah. Well, the goop, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no. but yeah, there's there's some colorism there. Everybody always makes white good and black bad, mm-hmm. and you know, Although, if you really look at the color wheel. Black people aren't like black; they're different <laughs> hues of skin. <laughs> Unless it's a you really racist for All people. <laughs> I mean, almost all of them. Except me, who's very very white, but uh... right, right. Well, don't look at the fish belly right there. <laughs> no promises. 
<laughs> but uh, well, but I guess in Rainbow Bright, both like the black and the white are considered like the bad colors, and then or yeah, basically the neutrals are evil, and then right, the colors right. are not. So I don't know. Tones, yeah, black yeah. tones, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a colorful bias, but I think they could all live in harmony if they weren't so scared. I learned that Rainbow Bright, they just run away from each other. <laughs> <laughs> They're very conflict averse in whatever <laughs> kingdom this is. Yeah. Which totally supports the theory that she's a Highlander type who was murdered through the rainbow. <laughs> I mean, we live in Minnesota. I feel like the reaction would be pretty much the same as everyone just like, oh, let's just run away and talk about the person behind their back. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is how we roll here in, in Minnesota. <laughs> We're if Murky like, rolled up, you'd just leave. We all leave, and then like, oh, I can't believe he did that. Can you? Exactly. Uh, we, somebody should do something about that. And then like, he'd right. walk around the corner from where we were talking. We'd be like, shh, shh, shh. Yeah, I know. Hey, hey, Murky, how's it hey, going? Hey, Murky, how's Take it going? over another state? No, that's good for you. Good for you. you know, we, we all have our goals in life. <laughs> Which state's next after you go? Yeah, I know. Next, one of your neighbors. <laughs> Uh, probably Wisconsin then. Oh, Wisconsin's cool shit. Mm. Oh well. <laughs> All right. Uh, where can people find you online, Carolyn? Um, you can find me online, not talking about poop sometimes. <laughs> uh, if the misery machine hasn't broken down and Twitter's still running, you can mm. check me out there too at Carolyn Maine, C A R L I N M A I N, like the street. You can email me if you want a commission. I do pet portraits. I draw whatever you want. You can email me. CarolynMain at Gmail. And then other than that, just, you know, like around online, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Austin? Uh, <laughs> you can find me on the misery machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right, Kelly. Elon Musk kind of looks like Murky. does this without the mustache. It's just stretched out. But yeah. then when he wore the Wario suit on yeah. SNL. Yeah, you're right. Oh, Very, yeah, anyway, uh, follow me there at Austin Gorton. Uh, and um, you can read my writing at various places around the internet and maybe even back at the Real Gentleman of Leisure someday. Hopefully soon. Mm. <laughs> and you can find me online trying to eliminate all color because I'm pale as fuck. So I don't know why other people can be like tan or something or just look better than me. I don't know. <laughs> Convincing. I got it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> also, should I try to grow a mustache? No. Yeah. The answer is no. David, you know my answer to that will always be yes. You're always that so pro facial like hair. See it. Yeah. When when the guys leave on the mustache before they shave the beard and they're just hanging mm. out there, it's like, oh I no! Could have done that. I did grow facial hair for my Doctor Strange costume oh, last wow. Halloween. That's so, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So much commitment. It's called not shaving. Anyways, uh, <laughs> um, uh, you can find me at Doctor Bits. That's Doctor spelled out, and maybe at the Real Gentleman of Leisure sometime. Does anyone write on there anymore, Austin, or are we just like a dead site now? Uh, Gene, Gene just did a, a, oh, a good. GI Joe thing. I'm I'm gonna be back on there. I just yeah, I know. it's a whole and thing. I'm I'm not one to talk. You know? We don't need to get into it here. <laughs> it's hard to find time. Yeah, yeah that's part of it. <laughs> uh huh. We 
our very special episode podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Podbean. I'm not sure any of those. And like, is Stitcher I, around? Is Podbean which, still around? Which ones are real? I don't know. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. This they're is all, our boilerplate. Yeah, they're all real. If Anywhere yeah. you go to listen to a podcast, we're probably on there. No, anywhere, us. rate us on there. Highly. Yeah. Don't. When we yes. say be sure to rate, don't lowly rate us. That, that's Why just, would you do that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why would you listen this long and hate us? <laughs> <laughs> I know, this is like episode 100 and something. Like, I mean, to be fair, maybe just someone oh. looked up Rainbow Bright because they're big, you know, mm. brighty. And big so bright then they, heads. Yeah. <laughs> they're rain bros. So <laughs> all the rain bros <laughs> are coming much out. better. <laughs> Rainbows, yeah. And they're like, yeah, let's listen to this episode. And then the first thing out of my mouth is how much dick people want. So then, oh man. And then they're like, this is offensive. Yep. So, okay, yeah. well, they can rate us low. If you got Tan, <laughs> you can rate us one star. That's fine. Mm-hmm. All right. So I guess it's decided that you can rate us low, I guess, after all my lecturing. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna lecture you to rate us highly and then you're gonna your one mission in life will be to make sure every podcast is highly rated uh and you can follow us on twitter at avsc pod check out our facebook uh page you can email us at avsc podcast at gmail.com for a very special episode podcast i'm david hoping everyone keeps the murkies and lurkies away this pride month and simply enjoy the rainbow That was a very special episode We dissected that shit from head to toe Did the time fly by or was it slow? Got so many life lessons Oh how we've grown Seen so much TV that we're gonna explode Next time on a very special episode gave birth during a lightning strike we did get to the hospital there was lightning crashing and a chunk like a mcmuffin sized chunk of placenta fell to the floor
like muffin sized chunk of I can feel it. 